At City of Hope, its innovative treatments for cancer and groundbreaking research have saved millions of lives all over the world. This is City of Hope Radio with your host, Melanie Cole. As a pioneer in advancing care for all hematologic cancers and blood-related disorders, City of Hope's Department of Hematology and Hematopoietic Cell Transplantation leads the field as one of the largest and most successful transplant centers in the world. My guest is Dr. Stephen Foreman. He's an internationally recognized expert in leukemia, lymphoma, and hematopoietic cell transplantation, and he's the program leader for City of Hope's NCI-designated Comprehensive Cancer Center's Hematologic Cancers Program. Welcome to the show, Dr. Foreman. Tell the listeners, what are hematologic cancers? So hematologic cancers are those malignancies that people get that fall in the category of leukemia, lymphoma, and multiple myeloma. These are cancers that arise from the blood and bone marrow and the immune system, and uh, we have specific treatments for each of them, uh, including stem cell transplantation uh, where indicated. But these are cancers that uh, can be acute, namely they come on rather rapidly and can make somebody quite ill and require care quite um, sometimes emergently, while others are more indolent and um, uh, are not as aggressive. And I think getting the right treatment for the right disease is the, an important component of what we do. Dr. Foreman, someone gets a diagnosis of a blood cancer, and it can be quite devastating and very scary. What do you tell them right off the bat to start them out on this journey and give them some hope? I think the, the first thing uh, to do is to get them accurate information about uh, what the disease is, because when we hear the word cancer in general and even leukemia specifically, it's very alarming. It's very emotional. Um, so we're trying to explain what it is that they have and, more importantly, what we're going to do about it. I would say for almost all of the cancers of the blood and immune system, there is effective treatment. And so um, I think when a person knows that they have the chance for either good therapy, treatment, or even cure, uh, that goes a long way towards helping them uh, partner with us to aid in getting them completely well and returning them to their homes, their family, their friends, their community, which is what our goal is. Dr. Foreman, City of Hope's patient outcomes are among the best in the nation. Tell us a little bit about cell transplantation, what that involves for both the patient and the donor, because people hear about bone marrow transplantation, they get scared, they've heard it's painful. Tell us about it and kind of clear it up for everybody so it's not so confusing. So among the therapies that are done for treatment of uh, cancers of the blood and the immune system is stem cell transplant, which is a way of basically replacing a person's diseased bone marrow and diseased immune system with someone who is healthy. Um, it is uh, it's a big it's a challenging procedure, uh, and it requires uh, the cooperation of not just family but many many of our staff to uh, to pull it off. Uh, the one you're asking about is where we use donor cells from uh, matches that we determine either in the family or outside the family, uh, where we basically give a therapy that eliminates a person's blood and immune system, and then we replace it with cells derived from either uh, a family donor or an unrelated donor. 
So, in essence, we convert a person's blood and immune system into somebody else's. It's, it's an organ transplant, not unlike heart, lung, liver, uh, kidney transplants, except this is the blood and the immune system. Uh, the goal is not just to make the switch, but to use that switch to eliminate the disease that the person had in the first place. Um, depending upon how extensive the disease is, uh, that, that determines the intensity of the approach we use to do the replacement therapy. For the donor, for the most part, um, it is a procedure that involves taking stem cells from the bloodstream so that it's not so different than donating blood or platelets. It's a little bit more involved because one is on the machine a little longer, but um, we collect the stem cells from the bloodstream in most patients and then infuse them intravenously into the patient, and the stem cells magically in some ways find their way into the right place in the bone marrow, set up shop, and begin to produce blood and immune cells as it did uh, from the donor. In some cases, we actually do go into the bone marrow of the donor, and that's done uh, in about a 30-minute procedure in the operating room um, where we take marrow out and put it in Again, trying to get the stem cells to the right place, which it uh, invariably always happens. So um, that donor becomes, in essence, a family member. Um, and we have you know, close to 11 million people in the United States who are on the registry uh, who have volunteered to be a donor should a patient need a transplant and not have a match within their family. Dr. Foreman, how long does it take for the patient to notice a difference or for you as a doctor to know if this treatment is working and that donor cells are working? So the, the, the first indication is after the chemotherapy or radiation that the patient gets to prepare them for the transplant, and we then put in the cells from the donor, it takes about two weeks, and the blood counts, which go down very low, will begin to rise um, towards normal, and when we see that happening, that's a very good indication that there's been a so-called take uh, or engraftment is the word that is used. And then we do some fairly elegant um, tests to prove that the cells that are growing are not the patients, but rather the donor who gave that person uh, the stem cells. It gets as quirky as uh, if, even though we do certain matching uh, between patients and their donors, the blood group doesn't have to match. So if you were blood group A uh, as a patient and your donor was blood group O, you're going to switch over to blood group O um, for the balance of your life. We have converted you into uh, the person who gave you the cells. But the rising of the counts is the best proof that the take has been there and that will be the person's blood and immune system for the rest of their life. Wow, that's cool that your blood type actually changes from that. Now, tell us a little bit about the group of cancers known as lymphoma. We hear about various celebrities that have come up with it, and there's a couple different types, yes? Yes, there are different types of lymphoma and there are different types of leukemia. Uh, in lymphoma, um, it, it, it ranges from a disease that can be very indolent and sometimes does not even need much treatment at the beginning to a disease that is highly aggressive and a person comes to you quite ill and needs to be hospitalized that day. Um, uh, it shows you that the word lymphoma can be somewhat all-encompassing. Um, and the first thing we have to do is figure out what type of lymphoma the person has, as that will dictate uh, treatment. Increasingly, treatment regimens are very specific for the type of cancer that the person has, and in this case, lymphoma. 
So not all lymphoma is treated the same. And it, one of the things that we spend a lot of time on here is just making sure that the diagnosis is correct. And I think the number I saw recently is we correct or modify the diagnosis about 30% of the time. So coming here or coming to any major cancer center, part of their job is really to make sure that what the person was told they have is in fact what they have because it does guide um, treatment. Um, we the, the therapy can vary from everything from uh, antibody therapy uh, against the cancer to full-fledged, full-intensive chemotherapy to stem cell transplant, and I think we try to figure out what is the most appropriate therapy for that particular moment uh, for a patient. And the last few years, it's just seen an explosion of new approaches, new therapies. And when I think back on what we were doing just 10 years ago and what we're doing now, I can, I can, see, I can see differences. I can see we're doing better for people now than we did before. Uh, and it makes us hungry and aggressive to want to find out more, to be able to do more. The same thing applies to acute leukemia. Um, where you can have diseases that can be somewhat indolent and don't need a lot of treatment to diseases like acute leukemia that requires basically hospitalization nearly that day in order to be able to save somebody's life. And Dr. Foreman, in just the last minute that we have left, tell us about the recently launched Hematologic Malignancies Institute and why people should come to City of Hope for their hematologic cancer care. I think City of Hope has a has a rich history in uh, both developing therapies for and taking care of people who have these uh, somewhat unique uh, diseases. I think when they come here, they really uh, have the whole um, repertoire of therapies at their disposal, and so they don't have to go someplace else. So if you need a transplant, you can get a transplant. If you need standard therapy, you can get standard therapy. If you need investigational therapy, um, there's a very deep and rich um, clinical trials network here, which really is a way of taking the ideas we have in a laboratory and putting them into practice uh, so we can help patients uh, who might uh, need them. The other aspect, I think, here, in addition to making the correct diagnosis uh, in our pathology department, which is also quite experienced, is that the nurses in this institution are very attuned to taking care of patients with cancer, particularly patients with these diseases, in a very respectful and dignified way. I think one of the things we hate about cancer is that it's a thief, not just of life, but of the quality of people's lives and their integrity. And so for us, they are people who have cancer. They're not cancer patients. And I think the combination of a respectful environment with science that drives our compassion and are wanting to do a better job today than we did yesterday, I think makes it a unique place for people to come here and know they're going to be cared for well. Thank you so much, Dr. Stephen Foreman. You're listening to City of Hope Radio. For more information, you can go to cityofhope.org. That's cityofhope.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks for listening. <laughs>